0: Hello, I'm Jonathan McNair, and I'm Rob McNair, and this is Brother to Brother. One of the challenges for serving in a leadership role is that of getting the self out. So today we're going to talk about this principle of getting the self out, and it applies to pastors or elders or deacons ordained individuals, but it also applies to anybody who's going to be Serving as a, in a in a leadership and but when I say leadership, I mean in an influential way within the congregation. So I think the principles apply across the board, and hopefully they'll be of um, of interest and of of use. Um, let's start off by talking about the principle in the Bible. And uh, Rod, you want to pick yeah. that up?
1: Yeah, in John three thirty, uh, this is where John the Baptist is talking about. The Messiah uh, coming, and um, he was very clearly not focusing on himself, but rather focusing on the the growth that the, the Jesus would have. And he said specifically, "He must increase, but I must decrease." And uh, what what a powerful example of an attitude of uh, even though his prominence was was lessening, his disciples were leaving him, frankly, and following Jesus Christ, and yet. He recognized that it's not about the self. It's about, uh, uh, you know, uh, accomplishing the overall mission. You know, this can seem to be contrary because you think about it
0: as a leader. If someone's going to be a leader, um, you know, you might think there has to be more of the self. And I think that's often the way it is in in our world where uh, somebody who's out in front, somebody who's going to um, who's going to take a role of leadership, they've got to position themselves as being bigger as being better as being more important as being you know uh, more of of the self as opposed to less but that's exactly opposite of the way it is in the bible and um so
1: that's why i think it's important we talk about this and expand on it i think so it's almost like uh it's almost like confidence is the ultimate uh requirement for leadership in the in the world as opposed to Competence and uh, knowing how to do the, the the job, and being selfless, and being humble, and be having an attitude of service, as opposed to just being confident. So let's let's
0: break this down into some practical applications. And uh, we wanted to start out today first with listening. In other words, uh, if we are going to lead, one of the things that we have to do is become better at, at listening, listening to those that we're serving. I mean, if we don't, then we don't know what, what the needs are. We're not receptive to uh, what their needs are. Um, we can end up going the wrong direction because we really don't under, we don't really know, um, our audience or our brethren. And so that's, that's part of it. But, but listening, I think also shows, let's say in the conver- conversation, it, it shows that we're willing to not just have ourselves in the middle of things. You know, if we're willing to listen, it it actually shows uh, a selflessness
1: because we're letting the other person um, talk about themselves and and, and shine a little bit. You know, it's interesting that you're you're right. Uh, That's and and why I want to
0: say something else. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Listen to
1: me first. Oh, that's a that's a bad example, isn't it? Hold on. Let's let's not do that.
0: That's that's the worst
1: you know it's easy to think well if i'm in a leadership role if i have a responsibility if i for whatever at whatever level um i'm a, in a leadership role there may be times when i need to express myself more i need to explain more i need to be a little bit more assertive and that can easily bleed over into uh i need to be talking all the time as opposed to understanding that Sure there may be times when a person if you are in a leadership role you 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 do have to give some direction you have to be a, a assertive in a certain way but unless that we're willing to listen to others unless we're willing to to hand the ball off from time to time we're really not going to be understanding what the needs are and and fulfilling our responsibility
0: i i think somebody has to be proactive about it as well because what's going to happen and I, this is particularly in the case with ordained People in the church, um, I think. Let's say those who are not uh, members in general are going to be a little bit deferential. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that the you know the natural bent is to be deferential to someone who's who's in an official leadership role, and and I think someone in a leadership role can easily take advantage of that, and maybe without even meaning to or realizing right. it. Right. But they but they can take advantage of that, um, and and end up really doing more talking and less listening and and it, it's really not to their to their benefit and it's but so that's why i'm saying a person has to be actually thinking about it and proactive to encourage um
1: others to communicate right you know it's funny because in in a lot of ways in the church what is a big component of our leadership training well it's in speaking mm, it's yeah. it's spokesman club it, it's um it's in giving sermonettes it's giving sermons it's you know doing song leading and um, so we can easily begin to think that okay yeah the the more comfortable i am at speaking the more i've got to dominate in speaking but actually even spokesman club gives us the 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 example of in topics right. where, where where we we stand up we speak up and then we sit down and then someone else talks and if we see our role as a leader In more of that mode, I think that's more helpful. I I was reading an article one time about about the lost
0: skill of conversation, the lost art of conversation, I think it was called. And uh, the way the author framed it as as in a lot of conversations today, are conversational monologues. In mm-hmm. other words, one person talks, and they talk, and they talk, and they talk, until they take a breath. And because everybody else is so tired of hearing from them and wants to jump in and is thinking about what they want to say, then somebody else jumps in takes the ball and runs with it in their own monologue for as long as they can talk without breathing, until they stop, and then somebody else jumps in and says, well, that reminds me... And and everybody is thinking about what they want to say as opposed to listening to the person.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and I think this is a classic example. If we're going to be a leader, if we're going to be a, an, an excellent leader, then we're going to actually be proactively
1: thinking about listening to the other person. I think so. And that's a great example. And I think I remember that article because I, I, I think I got that from you. Uh, but it was talking about how uh, it's a tennis match. And it's no fun if, if one person aces every time, you know, the other person isn't having a whole lot of fun. So a tennis match really works best when, when each person is hitting the ball back and forth. And that's really what conversation is. And and as you said, a a leader... Is, who is recognizing that is going to try to facilitate the back and forth. And let's face it. And I speak now as a, as a pastor, um, you know, a pastor gets plenty
0: of time to, to have one sided conversation when they're speaking from the pulpit. For you know? about an hour. <laughs> so there is that time. To, so, so there's a second, a second area we wanted to talk about. And that is uh, selflessness and getting the self
1: out by being willing to delegate. I'll talk about that for a second. Yeah, we touched on this a few weeks ago, but um, it's so important to as when when we think about being a leader, um, it's not just the guy who can get the job done or the lady who can get the job done, but who can involve others. And sometimes, you know, selflessness means um, maybe maybe we can do the job really really well, but maybe we need to involve others. And maybe getting the self out means thinking beyond um just the the moment and thinking beyond how we can do it but thinking of training others involving others what's the bigger picture here we're trying to accomplish th- something as a body not just how i can do this job you know i think it's similar to a parent because um a father a mother who's working with their kids
0: as they get as they grow up as they get older you know you don't want to be doing everything for them um you know their whole life and certainly mm-hmm. not until they're you know the 18 or even their 12 shoes, yeah feeding you, them peas. you want you want to be able to you teach them and then let them do things right right and it, so like you said you know you you may be able to tie uh tiny tim's uh tiny shoes better than he can but you want to let him do it so he yeah. can get some practice you yeah. know do you, you don't have a tiny, you know, you don't have no, any kids no, named no, Tim, right? No, okay, no. good. We probably have somebody out there who's now offended at are uh, talking about <laughs> tiny Tim, but, but, um, no, we want to help, we want to help those who uh, we can bring onto the team. Uh, we want to help them. The, to to be part of things, be part of the job. That way we can all feel like we're we're part of the team, like we're able to contribute. And that doesn't happen if um those in a, a leadership role, whether it's official or unofficial, whether it's ordained or not, but somebody who's responsible for something is not willing to get the self out, you know, not
1: willing to share, share the load. It's interesting in Exodus. We all are familiar with the example of Moses when he was, uh, when his father-in-law recommended that he uh, delegate more, and um, he um, was. Uh, you know, it's interesting because Moses was was humble. It says he was the the meekest uh, uh, on the earth. So he wasn't just setting out to think to be I- I'm going to be the superstar here. I- I'm in charge. He he wasn't doing that. Mm. But he fell into it. Yeah. Where and in his his father-in-law said, look, you're exhausted. You're standing here all day long. They're exhausted. They're standing here all day long to wait for you. And so it's something that is so easy to fall into. Mm-hmm. And um, and he learned that. And you know that. Everybody was blessed because of it. it. That goes back to being
0: proactive. You know, I, I really feel like this is part of of learning to be a leader, and that is actually thinking about things, you know, thinking about the big picture, that of training for all of us, you know, that uh, for of the, as I just mentioned before, the, the The joy and the enjoyment of being able to be on the team being carrying able to 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 be uh, functioning and needed as part of the team and 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 a, and a real leader is thinking about that as much or more than just getting the immediate job done and um, but but it's easy to fall in the trap of just uh, of, of just working and as you said not, not, not intentional doesn't necessarily mean that it's a matter of pride. But it may be just
1: simply a matter of not of really not thinking as a as a leader. Right. And sometimes another, let's say, adjunct to this, sometimes when we're when we have a responsibility, and then uh someday that responsibility is taken away. That can be a real challenge. And it's um it, it is a it's a fine art of knowing how to find the balance in really owning a job. You know, like you, you own it, you you you'll do it, you'll make it happen. But not feeling like you own it permanently. In other words, when it's under your hand and when you're involved, you're gonna you're going to to be do whatever it takes for you and the team to get the job done. But someday, maybe those leaders over you say, "Well, I'd like someone else to do it," and then you you let it go. And, and that is a challenge. And but that's part of being selfless and getting the self out, knowing when to let it go.
0: With with the recognition that actually others may do it better, or others may or not, or or not either way. Well, <laughs> right, I, and I think right. that that's actually a harder one when you yeah, see others right. not doing it as well as you actually could do it. Right? You, you right. think you could, but maybe you really truly could. But um, and uh, being willing to get the self out enough that you're willing to let them do it for their own benefit, for the benefit right. of the team as a whole. Um, but but uh, but that's that's hard to do. That's yeah. really hard for us to. to All do. of this is hard. This is hard stuff. So what, you, what did you bring this up for? This is hard. And so, okay. That's what we're talking about. We want to talk about hard things, right? We want to talk about, we don't want to, we could, maybe we should have an easy topic coming up one of these How days. How to do easy things. How to do easy things. You know what? Maybe we could, we could get some ideas from our, our <laughs> listeners. No, no, all easy things to sure. do. Uh, I don't know. Why I don't we just be. go to point Let's three? Go, okay. <laughs> okay. You, you want to give this or you want me to?
1: What would Go be ahead. what Go would ahead. be easier? What would be easier I, I, for I, you?
0: I would love for you to do it. Okay. Well, I I mean I'm I'm happy to do it, but I want to be selfless here. I want to I want to get the self out. So if you would like to do it, you could. Okay. I, so uh, let's hold talk on, about I really <laughs> wanted to. I was that was I was not really. I was just saying that for a
1: fact. <laughs> oh, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. You first. After me. I mean, you first. Okay. Getting the self out. The last one we'll talk about, or at least second to last is um is on speaking and uh how we use our our speech 1 Corinthians 13:4 says charity suffers long and is kind charity envies not charity vaunts not itself is not puffed up so in what ways do would you say we kind of touched on this before but yeah. how how do we get the self out in conversation
0: so I, I again i think there's a couple ways i think in terms of the church um, one end conversation, as as we touched on before, in terms of listening, that's certainly in the case. And um, as I said, we can take advantage if we are in a more of a leadership role. We can um, we can take advantage of people's deference. But I also think for those of us who have a responsibility to stand up in front of the congregation and speak and teach, I think there's another thing that we have to keep in mind, and that is it. You know, one of the easiest the easiest, uh, uh, what would you say, pool? The easiest pool of information is our own experiences, and yeah. it's so easy to fall in the trap of talking about ourselves, and without meaning to necessarily, because we're just trying to talk about what we know, and and that's good. I mean, we mm-hmm. should talk from from our that That's the case, but you know, we need to talk first and foremost from the Bible. But we, if we're if we're not careful, we can use ourselves as a good example to make our point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really dangerous ground, biblically speaking, because we're, you know, we're commanded in the Proverbs, for example, Proverbs 27, verse 2, let another man praise you and not your own mouth. I mean, wow. Every time we we use our, ourself as a good example to reinforce our point, we're breaking that proverb. We're going directly against what God has said, because we're, in that sense, we're holding ourselves up as a, as a good example.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's an excellent point. The The other side of that coin is, uh, frankly, it, it almost is better to try not to use yourself as an example at all, because sometimes we fall into the other pitfall of uh, using ourselves as a bad example. <laughs> and and then you, you stop and think, was that really helpful? <laughs> you know, if I'm always uh, you, quoting myself is yeah. how I, I'm I'm pathetic and I, I can't do this or that or I've done this or that. Yeah. Uh, maybe you lose credibility as well. So even miss even the same mistakes or, right. you know, living
0: right. I don't know, whatever. Wild living when we we're young. I mean, I, I've I've seen that happen yeah. where, you know, somebody is uh they're talking about even to teens about all the the trouble they got into when they were young growing up. And there's still like, do
1: it now. Exactly.
0: Wow. We had a lot of fun when I was young. I remember one <laughs> once one time we were uh we were riding right in two separate vans in one particular activity many, many, many moons ago in a situation where one individual, and maybe I felt a little bit Maybe I have to say maybe I just felt a little bit uncool in the scenario because because when we we stopped for gas or something like that again we were at a bunch of, of of teens and we were on an activity. All, all, I found out all the teens were talking about. Yeah, I want to be in you know this this van because he's telling us all the stories about all <laughs> all the bad things he did when he was a kid and uh, that's the cool <laughs> van to be in and it wasn't my van and and so and so I'm thinking. Hold on a second here. Why are we here? Why are we here? What is being taught here? (laughs) And in fact, I spoke with him and said, look, I mean, man, can you, uh, can you dial back the stories of (laughs) that? Because it's not really actually being really helpful to them. But he he was intending it well because he was trying to use it as a, you know, a a teachable moment. (laughs) But, but, but you're right. We can, we can, um,
1: we can either we can be the hero God. or the goat yeah and right. and either one of those really is not as productive so as... the best really the best choice is to use the the
0: scriptures and the examples in the scriptures right. i will say this i'll add this um i i think it's really neat when you you in conversation with people and getting to the congregation when there's an opportunity um for somebody in the congregation who is who has been an example in a positive way. Yeah. If if you can bring that out, I I've taken great joy in in times in in sermons to be able to point out somebody, hey, so and so, Mr. Jones, you know, uh, we were talking last week and I, I I want to tell you a story, he this is something that happened, and here's what happened, and so on and so forth, and and to just actually give credibility yeah. in a positive way to um, to to those even among the congregation, not not enough. I don't mean to be a sycophant or or, but you know what I'm saying sure. to be able to sure. actually acknowledge good examples. Um, I right. think that that's really
1: that's really neat to do. You're kind of shining light on, yeah. on This is this is this is what we're supposed to be doing, and Mr. So and So is uh, has done that. Yeah, I think you that. Do you do be. the same thing for negative examples? Call them out. Oh, that's even more fun. I mean, that, that,
0: no, I, well, I hope not. (laughs) That doesn't work. I hope not. (laughs) That that
1: usually doesn't work.
0: No, that, that wouldn't be good. That's not good. Okay. uh, Next one here on our, our list. Um, Positioning things. This is a little bit more vague, but I, I think it applies. Positioning things for our convenience. I'll say as a leader, as an organizer, as a pastor, as an elder. So does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So in other words, if we are organizing activities or, or we have a responsibility on, on finding a hall, you know, where do you find it or, or what time services are? Do we always lean towards what's convenient for me uh, as opposed to what might be better for the, the entire group, the entire body? You know, sometimes we can assume that everybody's like us.
0: In other words, because we like an afternoon service. Well, we just assume that that's what everybody wants because we like um, watermelon at our picnics, you know, and we assume that we've got to have watermelon because that's what everybody likes, mm-hmm. um, you know. But in reality, maybe not everybody isn't just like us and uh, maybe everybody won't necessarily benefit from what's our preference or what's our desire. And so that 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 takes really taking ourselves out of the equation. And and uh, thinking what's best for for everybody, I I think that's one of the challenges of a leader is thinking of of the group as a whole, Mm -hmm. and and that's what frankly defines a leader. And it may not be what is most preferable um, by by us, but it may be best for the congregation. And frankly, even some people who aren't thinking of the congregation, you
1: have to be able to to deal with that when Mm -hmm. you get resistance from you know from some individuals you know even I, we're not talking about the family uh, generally here but uh, let's use that example of when you get married when you have children suddenly you are forced to think of others beyond yourself aren't you you know that that's a that's a very common uh response where it's it's almost shocking how you know, before you only had to take care of yourself and now you're having to think beyond yourself and and I think the 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 same thing if we apply that in a congregation and it doesn't come naturally mm-hmm. but it really does help the the whole body to grow
0: you know that really speaks to what we're learning in marriage I'll say in in our families um if we're learning to be selfless in our in our marriage and and to uh, be willing to get the self out you know, hopefully those lessons and that skill, that muscle will be working then in our in our dealing with others mm-hmm. within the congregation and we'll we'll be able to transfer that and also be able and be able to think in those in those terms
1: in how we deal with others in the congregation. Um, Marriage and family is supposed to be a reflection of a greater reality, a spiritual reality, and that is the family of the church, yeah, and being the a, a wife to Christ. And so yeah, exactly we're we're supposed to transfer those lessons onto the the spiritual reality of the church, definitely.
0: Well, uh last scripture, unless you have something to add addition, I'll go ahead and read our go for our, our conclusion here. um mark chapter eight verse thirty four is is where we we'd like to end and and it really it's it's a principle that Christ spoke of many times, but here he says, when he had called the people to himself with his disciples, also he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So a central premise to us being a follower of Christ is that of being willing to get the self out, to deny ourselves.
1: You know, and something, absolutely, something that I've thought of as the years go by, because when I've read this and I remember Dr. Meredith, uh, really emphasizing this a lot. It seemed like he went to these scriptures mm-hmm. uh, a lot, and so that was very real to him and, and a point of emphasis. And you know, one of the encouraging things is when we are willing to deny ourselves, when we are willing to really let Christ, God, take over our life and 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 not have our things be the prominent thing in our life, then we can claim with full confidence. We can ask Him to take care of us because we are we are denying the self. We're we're not sort of pushing our own agenda. We can have more confidence, more faith that He's going to guide our lives. So this is so important.
0: It' not easy because every day you know the pulls tug at us in different directions, and it doesn't. It never changes. It no matter yeah. you know how many years we we have under our belt. Um, really, it's a matter of our pride, known human nature. So it's a constant battle, but. Uh, if we can be able to make progress in this area, we certainly can become better leaders. And that's, and that's what this podcast is all about is, is really wrestling with these areas, uh, skills, issues that are part of our, of our life within the church, because that is the, really the center of our, of our life. And, um, and so that's why I think it's an appropriate topic, and hopefully, will be of helpful to everybody here that's listening today. We do have uh, comments open on the LCG Education website after these podcasts when we post them. If you'd like to add something to the conversation, uh, feel free to go ahead, and we'll we'll go ahead and post it there. And thanks for listening.
1: And in um, the last last words, excuse me, Rod. No, I just think this is important to deny the self. It's hard. It's difficult. As you said, it's one of the hardest things that we can do, but that's why we're here. Well, thanks for listening. This is Jonathan McNair, and this is Rob McNair, and this has been
0: Brother to Brother. Have a good week. Take care.